You're listening to the Saturday Night Gaming Podcast, Convergence, run by our head GM, Scott Hibbard. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Convergence, presented by Saturday Night Gaming. You can stow your excitement. I know everybody's glad to be here. Let me take a page from those teens from the Black Adam movie last night. (laughs) (laughs) It was not a clap-worthy movie, but okay. Yes, thank you for joining us again as we continue the adventures of Sky Captain Ari and her Kingfisher ship. Guess we're all just not here. Ragtag gang of her motley crew. Yeah, that. Yeah, her motley crew. Her motley crew. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and introduce everybody and who you'll be portraying tonight. All right. So my name is Laura, and I'm going to be playing Sky Captain Ari, I think. So we've sort of at least to start with her. Yeah, at least to start with. We'll see how that goes. Um, yes, she is the captain of the ship, and she has collected her motley crew. I feel like that's all we need to know. And she has been presented with a couple different uh, options that she can pursue from last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was <clears throat> expecting more talk. You have um, quite a few characters to choose from there. <clears throat> yes, I do. From my Rolodex of characters, I think I'm going to choose Grabnar the Grim for today. Grabnar the Grim. Yes. Is it going to be him or Pulsar you're going to be hearing tonight? <laughs> um, my name is Quinn, and I think I'm going to uh, show some love to uh, Jata tonight. To who? Jada. Ah, is that the? Uh, he is the seven foot tall lion ah, yes. folk uh, paladin. Right? Yes, complete with sword and shield and kung fu action. Did you pick a mini figure? Yeah, I picked the Iron Spire. Oh, okay. Yep. We were only supposed to pick one. That's actually a good idea. Let me. Let's Wait, see. which one did you get? Mm-hmm. Was it just sitting out there? Where's my eyes? We'll get to I'm blind. Where's my eyes? I can't Where's see. <laughs> That's John. Is that John? That looks pretty good. Okay. Where are my eyes? Let's go into the next one. I am Chrissy, playing the character Red, who's been... She's got red hair yet, and uh, I'm super cool. ...collecting herself after waking up on this strange living ship, um, but squishy um, she's becoming more aware <laughs> of where she is right now. I found my eyes. Where'd you find them? They're in my pocket. Oh. I'm all good now. Thank you. <laughs> and we have next. Introduce yourself. <laughs> and the one character that you have. My name is John. I have one character. His name is Fedora too. <laughs> he has one character. Although that one character can also be a multitude. Right? Could be. 
Could be. Yes. I have a lot of characters that they're not on the ship, but they exist out there somewhere. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, and my name is Scott. I am the GM for this campaign. Yeah, Scott. Woo! There's the excitement. Woo! <laughs> and where we left off last time is Sky Captain Ari had just entered into the Primordius realm from her travels, and when she arrived, she was had oh greeted by the Crimson King, whom they had a nice little discussion. And after that, she spoke with Azuri, who was her first mate, and they decided to head to the lovely planet of water. Because we were out of gas, and we need gas. Yes, ingenious. In order to obtain these crystals that are needed to fuel the living ship of hers. Mm Mm-hmm. So it doesn't start eating the crew or something scary like that. (laughs) Yes, because it will will. uh, get his nutrients one way or another. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And while you're there, you actually track down uh, some old associates of yours from your previous travels. It's a nice little rogues guild. And you actually uh, are picking up a job from them in exchange for some crystals. And they're gonna give you those details here shortly. Mm. But upon return back to your ship, you actually encountered an old, old um, acquaintance, I guess you would call him. Wouldn't really call him nemesis, wouldn't really say ally. Mm-hmm. It sounded the same, but he looked a little bit different. Okay. And of course, you recognize him as Larza. And your last meeting with him involved in you making a very difficult decision and not calling upon your family. Yeah. Instead, as when you made the deal with the Crimson King in order to save the realm and also not have to involve your family. (laughs) (laughs) That is the emphasis on not involving the family. Yes. Although, your empire probably could have handled things, too. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. Either one of them could have technically done the job, but I did not want the family reunion. And that was not going to go well for me. And I am all about personal freedom, so in that I don't want to die and be, like, flayed alive alive by the the people who worship the blood god. (laughs) So, you know, there's that. Yes. And of course, you also may discover that you still have that bond. And you discovered that after you met Marigold previously. It's me. Who ended up being. It's me. It's my wife. Sort of. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You never quite got to figure <clears throat> that part out. People keep Except that because Marigold ended up escaping. Mm hmm. It's so. another Ari. Yeah, you're not sure if it's just another Ari, if it's, you know, like some kind of clone that they created in your place. Oh, like from another timeline, from another realm, right? something. <clears throat> Who knows? knows? They scraped some of those dead skin cells off your pillow one night while you weren't paying attention. 
Well, if they're dead, how are they getting anything from them? Ari doesn't use pillows. Yeah, living, she living sleeps sets. on like boards. That's good for your back. And it's not soft, and she's not soft. <laughs> no, frustration tears. <laughs> These are frustration I would tears. love to have like a wooden bed that's carved and has that arch just perfectly for my back and neck, but only I could sleep on it because it fits me perfectly. And it's rigid. They have mattresses like that. It's called sleep number. No, it's got to be carved by hand out of wood. Elven made. In Elven made. I think yeah. your uh, your carpenter would have to get very comfortable, very familiar with your physical form in order to be that precise. Just wants a carpenter who's a tailor. Three D scan. Yeah, basically tailor. Take all your measurements. Well, you just three D scan me. <laughs> oh, like John Hammond I spared we no just... expense we're just going to upload his consciousness into the network yeah, just upload his consciousness into a bed <laughs> <laughs> I guess now I guess we know what uh, your sleep number is yeah. <laughs> it's 4-2 <four> <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'll tell you what one day we'll have him as our AI for the house <laughs> you come home all right, John, we're home. Wait, who are you? Intruders! Then <laughs> oh, I'd be like, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I didn't call the cops. <laughs> wee, wee, wee. I, I call kidding. the feds. Yeah. <laughs> call the national guard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where we left off, you just met your uninvited guest. And, of course, right now it's just you in the cabin, because that's where he's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has returned to the ship and are awaiting orders. Wait, what? Did I go on an adventure and not know it? Yeah. You did, yes. Okay, was I not here? Oh, no, you did some perceiving and found nothing. Okay. Yeah, you did a thing. You were there. And Actually, you back. made the most rolls. I did? Yeah. Did I roll it all last session? I think everybody rolled at least once, but only one person succeeded. <laughs> I don't even think I took my dice out last do my, time. Do my eyes rolling into the back of my head count? Oh, I did roll <laughs> a lot, and I rolled poorly. If I you did actually roll because of, um, what was it? Um, oh, gosh. There's just my head on left. Let me get my dice out. I'm not thinking of it. Oh, it was him. So me. it wasn't me. No, 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 no. He was tipping his hat towards you and yeah. you're trying oh. to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. What is this? Does not compute? Yeah. Or two, she's like, wait, what? You're like, this is strange. Why is he tipping his hat towards me? You is know? this a threat? Are you threatening <laughs> me? This is? Are you hostile? <laughs> yes. She get like in a wide stance like she's about to like brace for a tackle. <laughs> well, no, if she was thinking she was going to get tackled, she'd just draw her swords. So. True story. So I went out, kind of the place. <laughs> Basically, anytime she's talking to somebody, you can pretty much assume she's got at least one hand on the, the hilt of one of her swords. So that's just so, a reflex. And Lars is in your cabin with you alone. I'm assuming he probably has like a candlelit affair going on right candlelit now. Candlelit dinner. There you go. I resent the uh, picture for you. Cool. And he looks much different than he does this time. And he doesn't need a candle because he's got a flame in his hand. So yes, uh, picking up where we left off, he sees you, Captain, mm-hmm. and he says, Captain Ari, it has been quite a long time since we've talked to each other. I believe last time you were my guest. 
guest. I don't think you were invited. <laughs> yes, well, desperate times call for desperate measures. So what's the desperation? He lets go of the uh, the flame as it just kind of like moves on its own to illuminate the room between you two. Drifts. Yeah, so there's like a, a flame kind of sent between you two that illuminates you two. He says, well, I have an interesting situation that I could use some help with. And I know that you are looking for um, a certain location, Mm -hmm. which I may or may not have information that could help you with that. And you want what in return, exactly? I have this problem. Problem like a person? Well, person, organization. See, there's a lot of people who don't like me. Can't imagine why. (laughs) Uh, You know, something, something, bad dealing, something, something. They didn't read the contract, but that's beside the point. It's all about the fine print? Yes, that's what I tell them. But do they listen? No, but then they get angry when they don't listen to me. Mm. Well, it turns out that um, certain associates of mine were very upset on our last deal. And even made an attempt on my life. Mm. Which, as you see, I had to make some changes to blend in more. You could have gone a little subtler, but, uh, sure. Oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yeah, it's been life on the run for the past few months. Oh, only a few months. That must be hard. <laughs> well, you know, after this army came through the gate my whole kingdom just wasn't my kingdom anymore that's what invaders do it is very much at least I helped the people when I became their ruler matter of perspective I'm sure (laughs) As he looks around, he goes, as I see you are helping, as he goes and just kind of pokes at the uh, side of the, the cabin, which is, you know, this living ship. And it grunts. And it groans. <laughs> you see a little shiver. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I just hear. <laughs> oh, that's just the stomach growling. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. He says, Yes, so if you could be so kind to assist me with getting rid of these um, unhappy associates of mine. What exactly did you promise them? Hmm. Well, I helped them achieve status that they couldn't on their own. Mm-hmm. I helped them obtain goods that they couldn't get on their own. I never said 
they were legal. So free goods, not free from consequence. Yes. Well, I pointed them in the right direction. And, well, they got caught. Hmm. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong goods. Really wasn't my fault. You see, they, they really should have taken better care of their situation and listened. But, you know, they didn't ask a whole lot of questions either. That was probably a problem with theirs. But I can't be responsible for that. That's, that's solely on them. I'm sure you volunteered all information you thought was relevant. Or maybe there were questions they didn't know they needed to ask. Both could be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but regardless, they were very upset. And actually are still very upset. I've been able to thwart most of their attempts. They came very close. Surprised me, they did. Which is what brought me here. Because they're getting better. Mm. And who they're hiring. Yes, well. Anyone I know. You've traveled to multiverse. You know how large it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, well. And yet surprisingly small from time to time. Can you believe that there are actually people who meld from the shadows? I've heard of such a person. Yes, it was very interesting. I had never seen this guy before. He was like a large creature, but humanoid at the same time. He was larger than me. had these large wings. They just kind of seemed to meld into the shadow and come out of it. Kind of like a bat? Yes, like a bat with legs mm -hmm. that could walk. And then he could fly, and he could disappear. And he... I couldn't get his name. Yeah, that seems to be a common issue. I mean, if I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but I was lucky enough to avoid him. But I tell you, this, this guild of phantoms, they really do not play around. Guild of... So this uh, person they've hired, he doesn't in particular have anything against you, does he? Or is he just doing it for the money? <laughs> well, <laughs> that one in particular may have something against me. Ah, motivation. <laughs> yes, well, you know, uh, one once upon a time ago... And accidentally infiltrated his realm and spoiled his fun and then he became possessed. It was just a terrible ordeal. So he may hold a personal grudge against me, but I'm pretty sure it's about the money too. Well, you know. Guy's gotta eat. Yes. And revenge is good too, so there's that. Yes, well, they continue to send more and more. When one fails, they hire the next guy. Or girl. Where are they getting their funds from? Or that part of the, the package that you helped them gain? <laughs> oh, well, yes. Turns out, you know, this whole uh, war, it's really good profits for 
certain organizations, mm -hmm. especially for a guild that specializes in assassinations. Mm. <laughs> so, I imagine they're doing pretty good right now. And if they were smart and they would listen to me, they'd be playing both sides, not just one. Mm. Both sides. What do you call the sides in this? There are always many angles to any conflict. <laughs> oh, well, in my eyes, you have two competitors, and one will be the winner, and one will never be seen again. Well, you know, the, uh, the saying, my enemy's enemy is my friend, assumes that there are at least three sides. Oh, yes, there's that neutral one on it. Forced. <laughs> oh. You know, neutrality is just so boring mm -hmm. I mean there's so much more profit when you actually dive in and put some skin in the game mm -hmm. yes well information you said yes I have many contacts throughout the multiverse throughout the years and there is quite a bit of information that I have uh Leaned upon. Are you promising me actual information, or are you promising me a contact of a contact of a contact who might have information? <laughs> I am promising you information. Alright. Directly from me. That sounds relatively sound. Because all those other contacts have already been killed. Dangerous line of work, I suppose. Well, when you are a broker like I am, when there's a certain bit of information that comes across to you, you ask a very important question, which is, who else knows this? And when they answer no one else, you make sure no one else knows, including them. Two men can keep a secret if one of them is dead? If three people know, it's no longer a secret. Mm-hmm. So I have exclusive information for you that nobody else in the entire multiverse. So once you tell me this secret, who's going to come after me? <laughs> well, what I'm telling you is part of our deal. Mm -hmm. So you help me, I help you, we call it even. I make my way to a nice place. Retire. <laughs> Retire on a beach somewhere. A nice quiet room. Retire in a realm. Then well, you know, it's we fairly are. new. Full of magic. Not a lot of people. You know. Here it's good this time of year. <laughs> <clears throat> there is a water world out here. You know, I think all of their land is beaches. Maybe that's uh, <laughs> the way to go. Well, all right. I'm going to need to know everything you know about these people who are pursuing you, of course. Any information you have on that front. Well, the origin of them comes from the Guild of Phantoms, who are based on the despicable <coughs> world of shadows. Umbrin. This just also happens to be the center of 
the command for you know the uh, other side <laughs> ah yes well you know so are we expected to go to them or are we waiting for them to come to us that's up to you captain mm-hmm clearly this was my only plan <laughs> guess we're lucky I'm here then I'll leave the tactical up to you mm-hmm. all right I guess at this point we will get all of our information in order arrange that um, yes and you may want to feed beastie too as he looks down it looks like it's getting a little bit hungry. I don't know if I feel comfortable right now. Yeah, that is uh, first on the list. <laughs> so we need to make a bit of a pit stop. So I think uh, your assignment will have to come after that. As he goes and he puts his head up and he says, That I understand. Well, I will be here in this lovely city of Balloon. And you'll be able to find me in the alleyways. All right. Put that fire out before you leave. <laughs> I won't forgive you if you burn my ship. And then you hear a resounding groan from the ship. He says, I don't believe it would forgive me either. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just basically waves his hand. As he does, the you know, fire disappears and dissipates. And then, of course, he takes his leave. Right. And everybody else that's on the ship right now, you guys see this cloaked figure basically leave the captain's cabin as he just leaves to basically disembark. I wave at him. I tip my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Should he roll to tip his hat? Oh, my God, please do. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I'll need a rolling. I need a dice daddy. <clears throat> There's plenty over here. There's plenty of room for dice daddies. Okay. Okay. Roll. Okay, let me see what I'm going to add to that. There's my little sheet. Here it is. So, I got... I have... Is it to have persuasion? Yeah, it's a plus one. It's persuasion, yeah. <clears throat> I do have persuasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, it's got two in persuasion. So mm -hmm. that's a total of plus three, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's a total of 22. 22. Yes. All right. See, so you successfully tipped your hat toward yeah. it. Yeah. What were you trying to accomplish with that? <laughs> Just like making friends. Like, hey, oh. friend, tip hat. Alright. Well, you catch his attention as he is about to leave the ship. <laughs> he looks at you and he says, Ah, yes. You are very interesting. I've been following your exploits all throughout the multiverse. You nearly succeeded. Thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> and he walks off. <laughs> Come back. I have to know. I have questions. <laughs> I'll tip my hat again. <laughs> he needs to have another skill that's like bite thumb <laughs> like I bite my thumb at you sir oh, oh no I like flicked like my tooth yeah like that. you got it but it's just 
of his hot phone going. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> oh. Did that, did that thing just, like, just swipe its thumb up its face? It's like metal rub up against each other. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> 1d4 damage. Oh, 1d4 uncomfortable damage. Oh, man. You take the uncomfy status? Yeah, I don't like <laughs> The unsettled status. Wow, you, would you roll a 19 rustled. on that? Yeah. Man, you nearly got a 20. Wow, that was good. have been rustled. That's a good, good roll right there. All right. So, all right. What do you do next? We need to find out more about this job that's going to get us some gas for the ship. Oh, oh, you hear a knock at the, your door to your uh, cabin. Mm-hmm. All right. Kevin. I open it. All right. It's okay. Azuri. Hey. hey. We, we need one for him. Yeah, we do need one for him. For now. You'll be this bot cat. <laughs> there he is. He's the there he is. You're looking a little flat today. <laughs> <laughs> Azuri, you've lost weight. So... <laughs> Why are you prone? Because <laughs> the ship's hungry. <laughs> Bringing me down. It's eating me. So, Missouri, he's at the door. And he says, Captain, we have the informants from our partners in the Rogue Organization. Mm-hmm. They have arrived with information for your job. All right. Let's Shall I send them to you? That's it. So, he exits, greets them, sends them to you. Alright. I would probably want Azuri to actually stay in the room for this, actually. Alright. Yeah. So and that he can hear what they're saying. Yes. <coughs> he agrees, and he lets him go in first, and he goes in and closes the door behind him. Yep. As he stands at the door waiting. And you see the two informants. And, of course, you know, they, they have... Um, you know, their face mostly covered except for their eyes. And they actually bring you a scroll. And they say, Captain Ari. Mm-hmm. They hand you the scroll. I take it. <laughs> Skeptically, because scrolls have defeated me before. <laughs> they have. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep for a while. It was not good. You had a dream. It was a bad dream. That you woke up from and then went back into it. Not my fault. <laughs> But yes, uh, they hand you the scroll, and they tell you, it says, we have been experiencing some problems with uh, our supplies. Hmm. The information is on that scroll. If you would be so kind to assist our organization, we would be able to properly reward you. All right. As agreed upon earlier. I take the scroll, lay it out on the table, weigh it down so it doesn't, like, scroll hmm. back up. But they're just messengers, so they pass the message on, and then they go to take their leave. Hmm. All right. Which is Zuri opens the door and allows them to go. And he comes over there and sees if he could help you with the scroll. So what's on it? What (laughs) language is it in? Do I know this language? Um, Let's see. Actually, yeah, we because Ari, didn't she know Infernal? I think she knew Infernal. Maybe? Yes. She knew a few languages. I know it included Orcish. 
but she knew a f- she knew a couple of other ones too, so I don't remember what. She knew the language of her enemy. Yeah, she knew the language of the orcs because she fought a war against orcs. <laughs> yeah. And they started another war, so that's fun. It's fine. Um. So yes, um, it's actually an infernal, and that's what uh, Azuri looks at. He goes, "Well, this is interesting. They really didn't want anybody else to know about this." He says, he goes, oh, that's why they didn't want anybody to know about it. So, their shipment that they're talking about are these crystals. Mm-hmm. Apparently, someone has been hijacking their cargo. They've been bringing these crystals in under the guise of other cargo on Manifest. But somehow, somebody's been picking them off before it reaches them. The ship arrives at port, but before the guild can go and collect, it's gone. So is it gone in transit, or is it gone at the port? That's a good question. I guess that's something we will have to find out for ourselves. Hmm. So assuming... As he looks at the scroll, he goes, Well, they were so kind to help us. They've actually given us a time when the next ship is expected to arrive. As he looks at and then looks out the uh, window and says, Well, looks like we have a few hours until arrival, according to this scroll. How should we proceed, Captain? If the ship if the ship is already in transit, then hmm. It either has already been robbed or it will be robbed when we get, you know, when we get to the port. Do we even have the means of intercepting it before it lands? Hmm. Well, our ship is able to fly on its own. If it's in transit, it's close by. Mm-hmm. But the crystals are being smuggled. So presumably... Well, not necessarily. The people who are piloting this ship, are they hired by the people who are smuggling the items? Or are they being used by the people who are smuggling the items? Do they know what's on the ship? Hmm. As he looks through the scroll, he says, based on the information they've given us, it appears it's the same company who they've hired for the smuggling are the same ones who are doing the smuggling. So if we intercepted the ship and said, hey, I think someone's going to steal your stuff, then they would know exactly what we're talking about. It's possible. (laughs) We have to make sure we intercepted the correct ship as well. Mm. 
This is a busy port city. So what identifying features do we have to recognize the ship that we're looking for? Hmm. Well, we have a dock number. A dock number. And that is all we have to go on. So I suppose we have uh, the location where it's supposed to dock and presumably what time we're Correct. expecting it. And whatever ship docks there is allegedly the ship that we're looking for. So no intercepting it unless we guess very well. Unless we were able to gather that information on who was to be expected. Sometime within the next few hours. Correct. And that information would be held by the dockmaster. Well, it sounds like we have somewhere to be. And I think that's it. We need to go there. <laughs> and bring some people with us. That sounds like the beginning of the quest. All right. All right, Captain. Yeah. Do you have anyone in mind that you'd like to bring with you? Or any volunteers? Are there any volunteers <laughs> to go on the quest? Yeah, sure. I can go. I'll probably die without me. He says... I'll go and round up the crew. Okay. So, Zuri comes out of the cabin and everybody hears this <laughs> as he just starts yelling at the crew. Alright! Let's get up here, you maggots! I'm sorry, <laughs> what was that? What? What? Oh, how you call me? Stands up. How tall is Zuri? <laughs> Like five foot nothing probably. Yeah, about maybe five, five. Yeah, he's not super like, tall. No, he's not super tall. No. It's a funny little man. <laughs> he is kidding. Frost, Don't kill my first way. mate. <laughs> Scott Frost, huh? by the way. <laughs> oh, God, I won't forgive you either if you burn my ship. What well, if you not gonna burn it? <laughs> Frostburn. Oh, look. <laughs> I have Fraser burn down here. Sorry. <laughs> So as Grabnar approaches, you see that he's changed now because he start has this icy look in his eyes, literally. <laughs> he's kind of turning blue. <laughs> just don't even <laughs> <laughs> look at him like I'm about to say something and just be like, eh. Like, I've seen weirder. All right. He's going through a costume So everybody change. else is on deck, right? It's just a phase. Yeah. Sure. So you see this huge lion that's also on the deck. I mean, we had a mm -hmm. cat gentleman previously. <laughs> cat thief. The cat thief. A cat burglar. Yeah. Oh, and I still yeah. have a dragon. I just remembered that. Literally. Who stole the dragon egg? Yeah, he's the guy who stole the dragon egg. <laughs> it's a dragon egg? Yeah. Was a dragon it's egg. Dragon now, now it's a it tiny little dragon that sits on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. He's cute. Or she. I have not checked the gender of the dragon. <laughs> Nor do you know how to. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> I have not learned dragon anatomy. <laughs> and it has not told me its preferred pronouns. <laughs> Prefers rar. <laughs> rar. Alright. So they're at the attention ready for you. 
All right, who all do I have with me? Hmm? We have... How many people do I have with me? All of them. All of them? All of the dozens of people of that are on the show. Oh, yeah. Yes, all of them. All of them? You got six over here that are congregating together. Yeah. Oshitori included. You got three right here, and you got one over here. And then you got a couple that are still below deck that haven't come up, including your shark friend. And... And... <laughs> um, but I guess I would speak to the people who are actually coming with me off the ship. Mm. I am about to go find some information. Yes. So you're presenting this for everybody. It says, alright, who wants to go with me, basically? Yeah, basically. Just... Um, that, so, yeah, I basically tell them what we've found out, that we need to intercept a shipment before it is stolen and we need to find out more information um, from the dockmaster probably. As Azuri looks at the large lion and he goes this is a very sensitive mission. And as also as he looks at Grabnar. I think that means that they don't want us to upset anyone. Boo-hoo. Whoa! You can upset people. Things it might not go as right planned. I'm pretty good at upsetting people. <laughs> Don't upset me, and then I think we'll be fine. Yeah, as long as you maintain, you know, quarantine six foot distance, you should be fine. I'm not the most huggy person so i don't expect that to be a problem no i don't think he would have told the captain his actual reason why he would be on the ship to jata oh yeah he would have told her his actual reason for being around to be fair ari's not the most curious about those kind of things (laughs) there's a lot of different people here with their own interests and such her concern is mostly do you have a direct conflict with what she's trying to achieve and if not you know more power to you and do you have anything to bring to the ship? Yeah. <laughs> That's what like, our concern is. Are your skills useful? Yes. No. Okay. I mean, yes. Yep. That's what she's concerned with. So, yeah. yeah, she presents that to everyone. So, who's all disembarking? I am. Grabnar is. Jata. I will disembark. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. Got a our motley crew assembled. And then Zuri says, I will keep an eye on the ship for you, Captain. You have the con. Alright, and then... There you go. You guys can move on to the, uh... Searching for a Dockmaster. Yeah. Which is at the other end of the city, so... Yeah. They couldn't have dropped us off closer. Oh, I was about to say, were they going like, to get wait, a parking ticket? We're at a dock where the dock master isn't. <laughs> it's the hey, other is this dock. Is new scene now? Uh, it's about to be, yes. About to be, okay. Yeah. So, where you guys to... are are uh, not necessarily the personal docks, but the other side is the commercial. This is where all the shipping and such comes in. Yeah. They have a specific mm-hmm. area. So, it's like that. one side is for cargo and one side is for like passengers. passengers. Correct. Unless your cargo was passengers. 
That's called human trafficking. <laughs> that is true. Yes. I'm sure that happens around And here. Ari does not approve. No, not really. You run you made a run in with those kind of people already. Yeah. That's what happened to the last ship. And the last deck swabber. Yeah. He might be alive. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Did the little simp die? Um, I don't think I called him that, but, um... There's a reason why you don't teleport aboard a ship with a hundred people on it that want you captured. And enslaved. That's how you go in the uh uh-oh box. (laughs) Yep. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Convergence. If you did, be sure to head on over to our website at www.saturdaynightgaming.com llc.com and check out some of our other cool games also make sure to like share and subscribe on all of our social media platforms i hope you have a fantastic week and until next time this is laura hibbard with saturday night gaming signing off